Before we get started today, I just want to point out that this is our 50th episode, so we just want to thank everyone for listening, and we hope we have 50 more. Even back home years ago, when we were first hanging out together, he'd know if the quarterback was on coke. Columbia for 20. If his girlfriend was knocked up, 20 times on Columbia. he'd get the wing velocity so he could judge the field goals. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? He'd be working on this shit day and night. There was nothing about a game he was going to bet that he didn't know. He's got down at six. Charlie down at Season after season, the prick was the only guaranteed winner I ever knew. But he was so serious about it all that I don't think he ever enjoyed himself. All right, degenerates, here he comes, the $100 man with the $1,000 plan from Orno to Ames to Scottsdale. All your big money dreams. Stay and play with Tiny Nick. It is Wednesday, August 31st, and we are finally back with an episode of Tiny Nick's Giant Picks NFL 2022 Preview Edition. With me today, we have Dylan Thomas, Pear Brothen, Ethan Hydorn, and on production, Peppy. In other words, we have the A-team with us. How are you guys doing? Pear, how was your offseason? Uh, besides baseball making me want to jump off of a high building, pretty good. Yeah, starting off strong with a suicide joke. Dylan, how you feeling today? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I've gone through quite a few ropes this summer. I put on a lot of weight, uh, and they couldn't quite hold me by the neck, but um, life's good. <laughs> Dylan, why did uh, why did you put on some weight this summer? Just let everybody know. So when we call you daddy, fat- I'm a daddy. These guys have been calling me daddy for a while, but um, it's official now. I'm a daddy. And what else happened to you that contributed to your uh, your issues? Uh, and in true old man fashion pair, and I have been in a competition here lately to see who can sprout the most grays and break the most bones. And so I went ahead and tore my ACL, my MCL, and have a couple fractures in my leg. So there you have it. Uh, we have uh, a couple guys that are uh, in way worse shape than they were in last year. Ethan, uh, you look great. How you doing? Fresh off the golf course, I'm assuming. I'm doing excellent because I'm not fat, and I just shot a 40 in last night, 39. So that is a, in case you're <laughs> bad at math at home, 79, suck my dick, Chandler. That is just aggressive. We're trying to fix the, the PC-ness of the show, and you come out with that. So I missed that <laughs> note. We were supposed to be more we're PC. Not, I, guess only, I, I guess only, I guess only I'm going to make an effort to okay. nobody else. So. <laughs> Well, anyways, uh, let's kind of jump right into it. Dylan, it has been a long time since we've gotten one of your you know, long-anticipated historical facts. You want to uh, tell us what's on Thanks. your mind today and what happened today in I sports history? I uh, anticipating too much because it is, to your point, August 31st, which means there has never been anything of significance that has happened in sports on this day <laughs> with the exception of a couple of no-hitters and uh, I saw a couple of double headers where the pitcher threw both games and won both games. Like, all right, I'm not really interested in that. So this is the best thing that I could find. It wasn't that long ago, 1987, the great potato incident. Doesn't sound like a, a sports situation. Let me explain it. 
minor league Williamsport Bills catcher Dave Brenshahan attempts to lure an opposing base runner off third base using a potato that he carved to look like a baseball. <laughs> so the uh, umpire called the runner safe. The catcher got fined $50 and then he was ultimately released from the team. So he carved a potato into the shape <laughs> of a baseball with uh, to attempt a trick play on the fields. <laughs> That's uh, I wish that's type of stuff. That's like the Houston Astros times a thousand. I love it. Um, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I absolutely love that going. Fifty bucks for a map for a minor league player in 1987. I know. I know. Started with a bankruptcy. <laughs> it's gonna be like thirty-seven million dollars. Closure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just to to kind of clean that one up for the Minnesota crowd. Uh, yesterday would have been um, I don't know, probably like. Thir- or what is it, 25 years uh, pair, or 35 years, excuse me, um, since Kirby Puckett went six for six uh, with a grand slam. That's probably uh, the coolest thing uh, in Minnesota sports history on August uh, 30th, we'll say. But uh, RIP Kirby Puckett uh, went down a rabbit hole last night for Kirby, and Kirby was the goat in Minnesota. So I want to start a little bit of a rapist, but, you know. That's yeah, okay. that's I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to acknowledge that just because. Bummer. It's a huge bummer for for his legacy in Minnesota in general that every single one of our best athletes either beats a kid or gets accused of rape. Um, on that note, Ethan, it's been you know what five six months since we've done a, a bad day. I'm sure uh, I'm sure we can you know have a whole a whole podcast on bad days. But on the top of your head, who has it recently been a bad day for? Yeah, it was a bad day for a couple people. I kind of wrote one after each par I got, which was seven of them today. Suck it, Chandler. Uh, Bad day for wide receivers drafted right in front of Justin Jefferson. The Eagles traded a seventh and a fifth round pick to the team who drafted the wide receiver with the most yards through two seasons ever. A draft pick that Tiny Nick hated, I recall. Uh, It was also a bad day. That's just not true at all. I'll get into that well, after. Well, you did say that. You hated it because he had a lot of drops in college. Suck the Vikings dick. It was a bad day for moms with sons in New York. Because uh, obviously Zach Wilson is out here banging his mom's best friend like he's not going to see her at every holiday for the next 10 years. <laughs> uh, it was also a bad day for Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman. Uh, Spielman's third round quarterback pick in 2021 was released and... Uh, Warren Sharp declared that the Vikings call the run 64% of the time after an incomplete or negative play on first down. Fuck you and good riddance, I packed Mike Zimmer. No one's going to miss you, you old piece of shit. (laughs) Uh, It was a bad, bad day for Mike Tyson. While watching Serena Williams' first round in her final (laughs) tournament, he was sweating his mushroom-eating ass off and almost falling asleep (laughs) after the first set. It was a bad day for you, you old drughead, Mike. Uh, it was also a bad day for anyone playing Serena Williams. Twitter made a whole emoji to celebrate her old ass. So currently she's tied with this hot chick, Concavita, who's going to absolutely wipe her shit in round two. Good luck. <laughs> We're going to find out next week if I was correct. Uh, third, bad day for Monty Teo. Uh, apparently everyone <laughs> is giving him sympathy. During this two-part documentary, Netflix sports uh, documentary. But all I came away from this show was that thinking he's a complete, stupid, naive, virgin loser. And I firmly stand against Monty Teo. And anyone who sympathizes with him is a fucking wannabe loser. Uh, it's, also, uh, it's also a bad day for old pieces of shit. 
Uh, just like every day of the week, ESPN says white soda manager uh, Tony Larusa, 77, is out indefinitely with an unspecified medical issue. I don't care about baseball at all, but that headline is incredible. Good luck, White Sox. Uh, thirdly, <laughs> uh, bad day for Tom Brady. The guy looks like he had more Botox and Pear did naps while down in Vegas. Uh, it's what they love to do, and he looks like Uncle Baby Billy from uh, from Righteous Gemstones. Uh, it was it was a bad bad day for Mason Rudolph. He must have been having PTSD after watching that video of Aaron Donald double helmeting two Bengals in a playoff scrimmage in a player's scrimmage. I can only imagine how many helmets he would have used on old proud boy Rudolph. Rest in peace, brother. Uh, Mitch Trubisky and uh, some guy named Kenny Pickett took your job. Good riddance. Uh, Bad, bad day for the Browns. They hired a rapist. Uh, And also, bad, bad day for highly confidential documents in Florida. I don't know, just a bad day for them. Oh. uh wow that was uh that was impressive and um it's gonna be tough to follow that one up but you know pep run that music back again uh pair who is it also a bad day for well you know last wednesday august 24th was actually the bad day to be specific and hopefully he's listening to this episode because that was a bad one for cy amundsen (laughs) sadly for this comedian the joke is finally on him since it's all but guaranteed he can't earn one red cent in the Circa Millions contest. Sorry, Cy, but if you're going to team up with someone in a sports handicapping contest, you got to handicap your teammate too. And your pretty boy horn dog of a nephew just shot you guys in the foot while trying to <laughs> shoot his shot. I guess he didn't think it over too well that trying to run his hinge game on Circa management staff wasn't a great <laughs> idea. And neither was doing serial killer level stalking on his potential match. <laughs> a stone cold lock at this point that Circus Security has Ethan's symmetrical face plugged into their facial recognition software. <laughs> and he'll be immediately escorted off the property as a threat if he ever returns. That ought to make collecting any winnings a little tricky. Congrats on pissing away that thousand dollar entry fee in the oddest way possible. <laughs> baby boy thought Vegas would let him get lucky in more ways than one. Bad day indeed. <laughs> Wow, that was, uh, although most likely scripted, incredible pair. Uh, I give you credit for that. Um, I'm also uh, going to point out that we were, uh, as a squad, besides Dylan um, and and Pep, uh, in Vegas last week. We were going to do an episode there, but then we realized that um, we are not technologically sound enough to even get close to being able to record a podcast in the same location on uh, Cosmopolitan Wi-Fi. So we are back in our uh, our home states of Minnesota, uh, Florida, Arizona, and South Dakota today to bring you the 2022 NFL preview and uh, <laughs> Tiny Nick's Giant Things preview edition. I want to start out here by getting straight into it, boys. Uh, Tom Brady's back. It's weird. Tom Brady had a weird offseason. You heard the rumors about the Raiders, I'm sure, in the last couple weeks. Um, you heard the, the re- retirement rumors b- before that. Ethan, I want to start with you here. Did Tom Brady actually intend to retire and have to come back because something leaked? Was Tom Brady supposed to be on the Raiders last year? And is Tom Brady actually going to put in a thousand percent effort like Tom Brady always does? Or has he checked out? Uh, yes, he was supposed to be on the Raiders last year. That interview from the shop was clearly implying he was talking about making fun of the Raiders for sticking with Derek Carr and John Gruden. 
which makes perfect sense since his last three for three or five first round draft picks have like uh, killed someone and been cut twice. Uh, so good riddance <laughs> to you, uh, John Gruden. Uh, I know you're a good person despite those emails, but uh, no one wants you back in the league. Uh, and also, he was going to be part of the Miami Dolphins this year if they hadn't gotten investigated for their owner, whatever his bitch ass name is telling Brian Flores that he should tank for the season. So Tom Brady was going to be on two different teams this year. And uh, the Congle have an ass head coach that he had uh, Brian or whatever the hell his name is, uh, is no longer there and is a horrible commentator on the NFL network. Uh, help me out pair with uh, what's the bucks former coach head coach's name. Uh, yeah, that blank. tells you all you need to know about Bruce Arians. Yeah. Piece of shit. And so, yeah, Tom Brady absolutely came back this season despite Adam Schefter. He had to take the tent because he broke his news a little bit early and he wasn't going to be the one to give up that information. And yeah, he obviously had to take the 14 day break to get 10 different levels of Botox because now he absolutely <laughs> looks like he is 30 years old despite being 45. But none of that matters because he is the single greatest competitor or second or third behind Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant in team sport history. So they're still going to be the number one seed in the NFC and he is going to dominate. Julian Edelman was on Ryan Rosillo's podcast last week, made it sure seem like he's just testing out his knee and workouts to make sure he is able to come back. He has the itch. He's just making sure that's going to happen. <laughs> and Gronkowski, despite going on that hilarious pregame show with Dana White to spill the Raiders information, will ultimately after week six or seven come back and you can best believe Brady's going to give it his all because he's a psychopath and the bucks are going to be just fine. I think that the last part of what you said is, is kind of where my head's been at here. Cause even if he was a little checked out, even if he didn't want to play, he's going to hear people and he's such a psychopath, such a competitor that even if, you know, he, if he does suck, it's going to be because he's actually 50 years old. It's not going to be even 1% his own choice. Cause he's going to go, uh, he's going to go full on uh, all I season. I don't see any, if he has a Jersey on, he's not going to suck. I mean, and this is not coming from a Tom Brady lover. The dude led the NFL in yards and touchdowns. Last and, and Dylan, he, it's he exactly an MVP. Fuck Aaron yeah. Rodgers. It's, it's exactly what you just said though, Dylan, if he has a Jersey on. And that's my only wonder is if Tom Brady in his mind retired at the end of last year, he, he skipped a lot of uh, training camp this year. Hasn't been super involved. What if he gets injured week one or week two, and it was kind of a way to easily, uh, you know, fall into the shadows without taking a suspension for what would have happened with Sean Payton, who uh, I would have said is going to be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys if they weren't still stuck with Mike McCarthy. Now, Ethan, I want to stick with you here uh, with the NFC. Second, yeah, go ahead. He, he might not suck, but his decimated offensive line yes. might really suck. Yes. And his Agreed. completely uh, injury, complete injury risk of wide receiver core might suck. Yep. So, this might be, it, it still could be the beginning of the end or, you know, the end of the It end. could just be the end. Yep, exactly. Th this is going to be something that there's not going to be much of a beginning to the end, being that Tom Brady went as far as he did last season. So, uh, and, and uh, that game could have easily been won. Brady could have squeezed out another Super Bowl. That's the craziest thing about this whole thing at, at 44, 45 years old. So, um, Ethan, I want to transition to the NFC North here. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks that, uh, you know, just probably are going to need a good performance from their offensive line this year. It's going to get ugly quick. Kirky Kirk. I can't tell if you like Kirk or not, because we go back and forth talking about Kirk's stats. We talk about Kirk's contract. 
Uh, a lot of a lot of shit been given to Kirk for his contract. I know Dylan likes to rip on the in the group chat about Kirk's contract. I will say, and and Dylan or Ethan, I want your honest opinion on this. With everything that's gone on in the last two three years in the NFL and all the other contracts that have been given out, is Kirk's contract really that bad anymore? I mean, it's fine. The problem with Kirk Cousins is he is the tenth best quarterback. You just have to get everything else right if you're paying the tenth best quarterback the fifth you know, highest paid quarterback in the league or whatever he now ends up being after all these contracts I've given out, which by the way, uh, his, uh, his $30 million extension is boosted up to 35 next year. It's 40. Uh, so yeah, he's, I just don't believe that you, you have to have a perfect team around Kirk cousins for his contract to be worth it. I don't know that the Vikings have that. Now, that's a really valid point, Ethan. And I, I was looking up some of the offensive performance last year and the Vikings were, I think, 11th and 12th in passing yards per play and total passing yards per game. So literally right in line with the 10th best quarterback. But look at the defensive stats for the Vikings last year. Awful. And so then you put Kirk 25. Cousins, you put Kirk Cousins, a, the 10th best quarterback in the league, in a position to try to come back late in the game because the defense sucks ass and he's not able to get the job done. Yeah, Ethan, I want I know you uh you live and die by the NFC North. So I kind of want to run through the NFC North here with the Bears, the Lions, and the Packers. Uh who's the biggest threat to the Vikings? Is it still the Green Bay Packers? Is Aaron Rodgers uh over the hill or is Aaron Rodgers gonna come back and win this division again? Does Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears do Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears have any chance of getting it together? And do you see the Lions uh smash, breaking some knees and getting back up this year, or are the Lions gonna be a, another dumpster fire in the NFC North? Uh, the North is going to be the exact same as last year, except the Vikings are going to take two of those wins from the Packers. Packers have won 13 games three years in a row under old Matty LaFleur. Uh, obviously, the biggest loss is Devontae Adams. And if you think that their defense slips even a little bit, they're going to win 11, maybe 12 games. The Vikings, for once, have a much easier schedule. We get to play the NFC East that sucks and the AFC East that has one good team, the Bills. So their schedule is easy enough that the Vikings, previously last year, won 8-9 and nine under Kirk. He can't go 500 anymore because there's 17 games. We will win 9 or 10 games. I think it's 10 because of the easier schedule. Packers win 11 or 12. They win the division. The Bears are trash. Justin Fields is not very good. Their offensive line is one of the worst in the entire league. The preseason proved that as well as last season. They just have Kyle Mooney or whatever the hell his name is at wide receiver. Uh, and the Lions are going to be trash. I don't care how many times Dan Campbell is on first uh, or is on uh, whatever the hell uh, the show is on Knox. HBO. Hard knocks. I don't care how many times he says <laughs> the word man, men, I'm going to eat. We're going to eat. Gentlemen, let's go. I don't care how <laughs> memeable he is as a coach. Their quarterback is Jared Goff, and Jared Goff is a giant pussy face, the leader in the league in PF. And so it's going to look exactly the same as last <laughs> year. The, the uh, Packers the go to 11 wins, and the Vikings bump up to 10. I got to say, what's going to happen? I'm absolutely shocked that out of all the things that you could have criticized the Detroit Lions for, you chose the quarterback that's been to the Super Bowl in the last five years. Like, that's absolutely. That was a joke, an absolute joke. All McVay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'll agree with you there. I'm not a big golf guy, but uh, I do think 
Goff is, you know, maybe the only thing that they have 1% going for them uh, offensively. So, I mean, their running back is good. They have Do they also have Jamil Williams? I don't even know who that is. Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. Sorry. Yeah. Jamal Williams is a beast. He was like the star of, uh, you know. Doesn't matter. They suck. He's like 43 now. It's it's the Swift show over there. He was a, he was a lot of fun to watch on Hard Knocks. I will he say, was. um, yeah, he was he was my favorite line. I knew like two. I'm a big NFL guy. I knew like two guys on the Lions. It was it was pretty rough to watch that and try to call yourself a real like sports expert. But wow, the uh, Detroit Lions are a bunch of guys no one has heard of. So Ethan, so it sounds your, like you're uh, uh, what you're saying to the Minnesota off Minnesota audience here. Ethan is Vikings over nine and a half wins at plus one hundred five. Uh, absolutely not won't touch it because there's a good chance we have not we're going to win nine or ten games and there's no there's a lot of better value out there for a season odds to tie your money up in than the mother effing vikings so no point in that at all uh bet them on the individual matchups as the season go on uh, because there is still so much unknown about this team kevin o'connell sure he comes over as the 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 understanding is that mike zimmer was a horrible led a horrible offensive scheme perpetuated by Clint Kubiak's fucking grandson or whatever that son, whatever he was, <laughs> uh, and that they can move into the 21st century at this offense. But there's no reason to believe that Kevin O'Connell had anything to do with that offense that wasn't Sean McVay directed. And so if you're doing that with a slightly more limited quarterback, I don't think that you can count on this team, which has less talent than the Rams, despite getting back some key defensive players like Daniel Hunter, adding Zadarius Smith. I don't know that you can count on that from a season-long bet, so you're better off seeing how it plays uh, and betting them individually during the season. But there is no part of me that thinks that over 9.5 is any sort of a lock because it is Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and... uh... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of take things over there and, and head right into the NFC East on that note because I agree with you, Ethan. Uh, it's tough to win with a quarterback that is, is not in the top five. And the Dallas Cowboys, unfortunately, are in a very similar situation uh, with Dak Prescott. Dak, uh, I love Dak. Dak's a great quarterback, but or Dak's a good quarterback, but Dak's not great. He's not on that top level or he hasn't been yet. Uh, when you watch Dak kind of throw on the run, um, for example, it's not the same as when you watch Herbert or you watch uh, – you know, Pat Mahomes or any of these top level guys. So it scares you from the fact that, you know, maybe your team has to be built around something else like a defense or a running game or something like that. And with the Dallas Cowboys last year uh, with Ezekiel Elliott struggling and Tony Pollard, uh, you know, taking over, um, you know, a lot of the successful uh, running plays, it's going to be interesting to see if the Cowboys can keep that success on on the ground this year. So uh, plus 140, I'm going to get right into it. The Cowboys are, despite what I just said, an absolute lock to win the NFC East as long as Dak Prescott stays healthy. I cannot, but Ethan, your face is funny right now, but the Eagles are not much different than they were last year. Slightly better, yeah. And the Cowboys beat them by literally a combined 45 points in two games that the Eagles needed last year in order to make the playoffs. That wasn't a coincidence. The Cowboys are going to run it up on the Eagles again this year. It's not going to be close. There's nobody else in this division that has any value at all other than the Washington commanders because they come in at plus 500 the commanders to me are just as good of a football team as the eagles and i you can put that and record this pep obviously it is recorded but you can sound bite that certainly recorded yeah you can sound bite that at the end of the year uh the washington commanders uh have much better value than the philadelphia eagles what have the eagles done this offseason pair i'll ask you what have the philadelphia eagles done this offseason 
to erase 45 points of deficit from last year against a Dallas Cowboys team that has only gotten stronger. Uh, Carson Wentz now in Washington, who's actually, we don't even have to talk about the Giants, who really has a chance here? I am glad you asked me what they did in the offseason because it's been a lot. Are you not paying attention to your own division? They revamped their offensive line, yeah. They've, uh, they've, their they've offensive made, line yeah, is probably yeah, the best offensive line in football, I'm aware. Yeah. So, uh, Jalen Hurts sucks. And your, your entire offense is based around a, a running mobile quarterback with uh, excellent running backs. Um, now you've got A.J. Brown and Devontae, another year Devontae Smith to take the top off of defenses and stretch the field, make safeties pay attention. Jalen Hurst is going to run wild on every team that they play. It's so funny the, that you think the that. Biggest, the biggest additions that they made were on defense, though. They draft uh, Jordan Davis out of Georgia, an absolute he, – he makes me look like <laughs> as skinny as Ethan. Uh, they've got, they also drafted N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia – but they added C.J. Gardner-Johnson just the other day. They added James Bradbury to an already really good secondary with Darius Slay. This team is set for absolutely running away with the division. They the are, Eagles? Yes. I will. How much money? Like, uh, how how many fun points do you want to put on that one? I'll put uh, I'll put a million fun points on that whole. That, yeah, whatever my fun point balance is, I will. we have we have we're going to talk after the pod because we have uh, basically even odds on those two teams, and it's not even going to be close. Um, of, yeah, the Cowboys well, are going to run away with this division by three spo- games. Spoiler alert, just wait till we get to our uh, NFC title preview. Yeah, if you have the Eagles in there, dude, we are going to have a tough year because that Jalen Hurts actually sucks. Yeah, pair a guy he that got he's got his he's in his second year in, in Sirianni's system. This is the exact trajectory that a very similar quarterback to him was on. That guy's name is Josh Allen. He's kind of good now. So, Josh Allen compared to Jalen Hurts. The physical tools are all there. Jalen Hurts is more mobile with more running ability. Same arm strength, basically. Not, not same arm strength. Uh, Jalen Hurts we're, is not a best. He got benched for Tua Tagovailoa. In a, in, a, in, a, in a college championship game like a million years ago. In a, a system that <laughs> He transferred not, schools yeah. because of it. It's not, it wasn't just a half. He lost his starting job to a guy that also sucks at playing quarterback. <laughs> I'm fair. I, I respect I, you more than anyone I, on this show for your, your, your views of, and your knowledge, but this is going to be a bad take at the end of the year. The Eagles are absolutely not making the NFC championship. That's a wrap on the NFC East, because if we go any further into that, I'm going to end up punching my computer screen. So uh, pair um, take us to the AFC. Now let's get into the, uh, the AFC East. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of start things out here um, with, with my thoughts and views of the bills being the superior team in this division which is funny to me, Pear, because I know you are always skittish on taking your own team, but there's no other team in this division that I have even an ounce of respect for other than Bill Belichick and the, the ghost of whatever he's done in his past. Pear, is there any team that has a chance of upsetting the Bills, or is this just a division that you don't bet on because minus 225 odds with the injury bug in the NFL is just not possible? Yeah, don't worry. I can be a, a fanboy of my team, but also objective in uh taking a look at this division so uh no there there is no sense whatsoever just in general to lay juice on a futures market which you have to do with the bills um but there's no sense in taking the dolphins either or having some conspiracy theory that the uh, belichick is rope-a-doping the whole nfl with looking just atrocious in the preseason and all the uh 
all the drama they seem to be having around there. I mean, you take a look at the at the Dolphins schedule. This is brutal. They start home against New England at Baltimore, home against Buffalo at Cincinnati. There's a decent chance they're one and three best case scenario out of that. And then starting in week 13, they go to San Francisco, to the Chargers, to Buffalo, home against Green Bay, to New England. That is just absolute brutality. And they're the uh, the second best option in the division. There's no way they're getting to enough wins to, to challenge the Bills, but it's just not going to happen. Ethan Man. literally just slapped the bet on the Bills to win the division as we're talking about. I'm pretty sure he slapped his max bet. If I'm not <laughs> mistaken, it's a, it's, a, it's it's not the max bet. I can't believe it's minus two fifty. Who? What? What is even happening? I I used to bet the Patriots at minus three hundred because or four hundred because who gives a shit? It's free money. <laughs> no one. All these other teams suck. Huge fat finesse. A Tua Tonga Bailoa, more like uh, you know some other joke and then <laughs> bill belichick is, has fat matt patricia like competing to win the, the offensive pencil. coordinator job in the preseason and he can't because surprise surprise he's a fat piece <laughs> of shit so is matt judge that loser they got back from the giants when fucking Dabo went over there and then i don't even remember zach wilson can't even stay healthy while he's fucking moms why would anyone <laughs> other than the bills win the division just like the Patriots were a lock every year. So is the Bills. Josh Allen's the MVP. They have this most talented roster in football. Why is minus 250 scaring me away at all? I'm going to rake all that money. I'm going to use it. I'm just going to throw it in your pay- face pair. I'm going to devil's advocate just a little bit. Uh, Josh Allen breaks his leg. That's the only reason. There's it's not no going to happen. Never going to happen. Reason. Not even <laughs> at all. I swear I had a dream about that. And they'll still night, win if he breaks his leg. <laughs> You're betting on Miami? The Patriots I literally had 80- a dream last night that I don't know if I was just overly excited for the podcast. I don't know what it was, but I swear to God, I had a dream last night that Josh Allen had an injury. He didn't miss the whole season, but he missed like six to eight weeks. And I took a, a season long bet on the Dolphins and it hit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, Ethan, I, I trust that. Uh, I trust that you. Uh, they have the second most expensive receiving core in the entire NFL. They gave something funny last year, like sixty million to Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. Both those guys blow penis. So does all the receivers they have. It's a joke. Bill Belichick is old as fuck. You got to be kidding me, Mac Jones. I don't care if he lost a little weight. He's still fat and he's still a loser. This team sucks. They got rid of J.C. Jackson. They spent all their money on guys that suck. It's a joke. The Bills are going to run a, away with it. Minus 250. I would, ra- I would rather say minus 250 that Pear falls asleep before 8 a.m. the first night in Vegas. It's a lock. 8 p.m., yep. Uh, hey, uh, Pear, I got to ask. What, the, what, who, what was Mac Jones's line to that guy in the, in the scrimmage? Hold my nuts, little bitch. That was hilarious. <laughs> Mac Jones is funny. He's funny, but he sucks. Uh, Pear, who is the backup quarterback for the Buffalo Bills? Case Keenum. There Amazing. Go. So I want to ask yeah. Ethan, Ethan, if Case Keenum started every game for the Bills this year, would they still be your pick to win that division? They'd be a coin flip. <laughs> and that tells you all you need to know about old Billy Belichick. All right. So I, I want to, for, for the sake of argument, um, I want to ask uh, both Ethan and Pear here. Uh, Dolphins, uh, who has a better chance, Dolphins or Patriots, to uh, get second place in that division? Dolphins. The Dolphins. Okay. Um, Tua could be decent if he gets some zip on the ball. He has the third most electric receiver in football, and they, they the rest of their team surrounding them is was good enough to win 
what was it, eight or nine games with Tua last year and decent the year before? I think, and I think trying they started to 0 and 6 or something. So, but yeah, their, their goofy Tua, ass former ball boy for the Broncos head coach is probably more of a liability than word. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> not, it's not great, best. but if Tua can get the ball to Tyree Kill, they have the second best chance. I do not believe in the Patriots. So, Kyle we... Van Noy, best coverage linebacker in the NFL last year, according to PFF, gone. Uh, before we move on to the uh, the NFC South, anybody here taking an upset uh, in any divisions other than Pear taking the Eagles, which are basically an even bet with the Cowboys? Yes, I am. Uh, what's, what's your favorite upset here, Pear, that we've talked about so far? Oh, that we've talked about? No, we haven't gotten to it yet. All right. Yeah, well, let's, uh, let's move on down to the NFC South then, eh? Uh, the NFC South, Pear, this is a fun division. This is a... Uh, this is one that, you know, old man Tom, uh, you know, and Ethan, uh, Ethan has bet on Tom Brady every year since I've ever known Ethan. Um, Ethan, are you finally off the Tom Brady wagon like we just talked about? Or do you still think Tom Brady pulls it together and, and pulls off this division ahead of a, a division that could be interesting with Baker Mayfield now in Carolina and the Saints always having a defense that's top five in the NFL? No, Baker is absolute shit. I couldn't be more out on this guy. He's a fucking loser. He said he was going to, quote, fuck them up to the Browns. He's an absolute dumpster of a loser. He belongs in whatever stadium doing the custodial work that Progressive thinks he should be doing (laughs) or Nationwide or State Farm. I don't give a shit who it is. Tom Brady is the big dick swinging player down there in the South. Jameis Winston, I'm sorry you don't have enough. Is Michael Thomas even going to play? I don't know. Alvin Kamara, you can't run between the tackles. I'm sorry. The Buccaneers at minus 230. Another bet I'm going to place right now while we're talking. No one else has a chance. Not only are they going to win the division, they're the best bet to win the division. Throwing your money at Baker Mayfield, Jameis Winston, or whatever the hell is going on in Atlanta between Marcus Mariota and that first-round pick. It's going to be the Buccaneers. This is easy money. Like I said, Julian Edelman will play this season and a 50-50 chance Gronk plays. Godwin's going to come back from injury, and it doesn't matter. Mike Williams had 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns for his entire career in the league. They're still very good, and Tom Brady is the GOAT. If you think anything less, you're an idiot. That's it. So I'll just say off the cuff, I'm not a big division bet guy. So I'm actually not going to, I'm not going to lay that heavy juice with the division bet, but everything you just said, absolutely true. I don't think there's another team that has a chance here. And Sean Payton gone, no chance in New Orleans. Uh, Pear, what were you going to say? I was going to say that we should move on to said idiot that Ethan was referencing because I am taking the Saints not only as the best pick, but as the best bet from a value standpoint. Plus 240 on them. They have the Buccaneers number. Are you side today? No, I'm not side today. I second this. <laughs> Ethan's over here saying, if you don't take the Buccaneers, you're an idiot. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, there, I'm an idiot right here. I'm taking I'm taking the Saints as well. The Tom, Tom Brady saga. The Tom Brady saga is just goofy at this point. Like I mentioned earlier, the offensive line and wide receiver issue injury issues are something to worry about. And think back to last season when the Saints had nothing, literally nothing, at quarterback and beat the the Buccaneers twice. Uh, they have this team's number. They just can't figure them out. It's I, I don't care. And the reason is is defense. And the defensive coordinator is now the head coach. And now you have a healthy Jameis Winston who's ready to fuck him right in the pussy. <laughs> that was uh. 
that was a, that was a rough one. Um, again, wasn't me. So we're going to move on on that note. I, I'm just quoting the man. I, it is just a quote in Paris defense. It is, it is a quote. Um, it is a quote. So uh, we're going to, we're going to move on uh, to the, probably the most, uh, the most interesting division in football. Um, this is the only division that really has the parody to, to make things interesting uh, to really give you a, a, like, you might have three different views on this one. I'm rolling with the 49ers out of the NFC West. Uh, I like what the 49ers did last year. I like what they did without much of quarterback play at all, which tells me it can't really get much worse from that, uh, that regard. And D they kept Debo Samuel. They're just a strong team, well-coached and at plus 175 against, uh, you know, the Rams at plus 125 who are coming off the Super Bowl. Uh, the Cardinals who Ethan and I go back and forth on Kyler Murray all the time, just not sold on him. And the Seattle Seahawks, who uh, I am absolutely rolling with the San Francisco 49ers coming out of the NFC West. This is the division that I am going to actually place a bet on. Um, anybody have any disagreements there? I don't ever trust the 49ers. I don't. I just literally don't bet on the 49ers mm -hmm. ever. They're unpredictable. They're inconsistent. I don't like betting on the 49ers. <clears throat> I don't think I, I'm not going to bet on the Cardinals either because they've shown that they absolutely will choke. Even if they had a three game lead in this division with five weeks left, they would find a way to lose all of those games and lose a division. I'm, I don't think there's anything to play in this one. Um, and even with the Niners, I've got them at 160. Now they were 180 preseason. There's that's not enough juice for a full season bet. Um, if I'm just telling you who I think is going to win, I'm still going with the Rams back-to-back. -back. I see Pep just sent that in the chat, too. I think the Rams are going to take that division again. Uh, it's, 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 not a, it's not a horrible take, but, you know, I'm not rolling with uh, old Catfish Stafford, as uh, Ethan likes to say. Ethan, thoughts? Uh, it's tough. I don't believe in the Cardinals at all. I just I – don't, I, I don't believe in the Cardinals at all, but I believe in Trey Lance as much as I believe in his barber. Nothing. No <laughs> chance. Terrible. If Jimmy G was a starting quarterback, I would love the Niners at plus 150 because I think there's a Super Bowl hangover in there for the Rams. No OBJ, uh, Aaron Donald going crazy. But uh, so I don't love the Niners at plus 150, but that's more my disbelief in Trey Lance without seeing it. But I believe in Kyle Shanahan in his play calling and in the talent on that roster so much so that I can get behind the Niners or at the very least not take the Rams as a favorite. Perry, anything you want to add to that? I mean, I'm with you on the 49ers. I, I, I don't think I'm actually making the play, um, but I think they do have arguably the best roster in the NFL. It's, it's certainly talented every single position. And let's not forget that, they had a 10-point lead on the Rams in the NFC Championship game. And if that dickhead hadn't dropped the interception that Matt Stafford served up to him on a platter, they go to the Super Bowl and might have won it. So That cost me a lot in Vegas. Then we're having a completely different discussion here if that guy drop, doesn't drop that pick. so I agree a million percent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, that, nobody wants to talk about that, Perry. It's the, uh, insane. The, trailer, the Jimmy Garoppolo re-signing is, is a little concerning, though, honestly. Because that mm -hmm. that's probably a big red flag for Trey Lance's progress, but absolutely, I think that offense is going to be so multidimensional and and creative that it might not matter. And another division that has a little bit of chance uh, to have a you know multiple winner, multiple teams have a chance to win it. I should say the AFC North. Um, uh, Ethan, you got to be salivate. Like you, you have to be wanting to take Joe Burrow, right? Like the Bengals here, it's pretty wild to see the Bengals as a, a, a second place team 
coming off of what they just did last year um, to, to take this division. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, uh, former league MVP, coming in as the favorite uh, with the Ravens at plus 145. But the Bengals at plus 175 feels like a lot of value to me. You got the Baker Mayfield list uh, employing uh, a horrible person in Deshaun Watson, Cleveland Browns. I'm not going to touch with a 20-foot stick. I'm going to fade them all year. And you got the Pittsburgh Steelers, which absolutely, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are might be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. You, it's a two-horse race. Ethan, I want to start with you here because we both are high on Joe Burrow. Are, are you comfortable enough with the Bengals and Joe Burrow to take him over the Ravens, or are you going to sit this one out? The Bengals is my favorite divisional bet in the entire NFL. The Steelers are not a team. The Browns are not a team. If I could short a plus 350 on the Browns, I would. I don't understand that in any way, shape, or form. A million percent agree with you. I can't believe that's a real number. How are they not? I would I would I would bookie that for anyone who wants to take it. <laughs> if anyone wants to get plus 350, plus 400 on the Browns. I will gladly accept your money. So th- I might even is, give you plus 450. This is a sports betting podcast, uh, obviously. This is a two... Basically, what Ethan just broke down is how I'm looking at this division. You you're, you have uh, two even teams. Like It should be a minus 110 or an even, both coming in with heavy plus odds to take a division that no other team has a chance in. Which one of those two teams are you taking? <laughs> I am taking the Bengals. Yes, there is such thing as a Super Bowl hangover, and you love everything in your might to bet against the Bengals, but they managed to improve in the offseason. They improved their offensive line. Their skill position players only got a year older. They didn't lose anyone of significance to that team, and the Ravens did not do enough. It's still a team led by a quarterback who could get injured any week, who we saw make horrible reads. I don't care what he looks like in the preseason. I don't care what he's looked like in practice. It's still Lamar Jackson that needs needs to make adjustments when throwing the football. And by the way, the Bengals have maybe the best had, maybe the best defensive coordinator in football because of the adjustments he made to turn that 21-3 halftime deficit against the Chiefs into a victory to go to the Super Bowl. They were competitive in the Super Bowl. I just believe in Joe Burrow. I believe in that offense. He's maybe the most accurate quarterback in football. And if you're getting plus 170 in the division against a team in the Ravens who had maybe what might have been his Cam Newton year, I'm still relatively high on Lamar Jackson's ability to be an NFL quarterback and successful in the league. But if you're going to give me plus 170 on a talented Bengals roster, I'm absolutely going to hammer that and take that all day long. Yeah. I mean, Pear, anything you want to add to that? Because Ethan just hit it spot on. Um, it's You can throw money on both of these two teams. And in my opinion, you'd be profiting. So, Pear? No, I mean, I think this is a, a more competitive division than we're giving it credit for. But I'm not going to go against um, the Bengals. Mitch Trubisky? The Super Bowl hangover thing for the Super Bowl loser is non-quantifiable, but certainly real. So there's a little concern there. Um, But this team is pretty stacked from an offensive and defensive perspective. So um, I I wouldn't actually count the Steelers out that bad. Mike Tomlin just always finds a way to get to eight, nine wins every single season. Um, And their defense is still legit. But... Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at the, the Bengals here, uh, and let's throw in a uh, peppy prediction here. 
uh, Joey Burrow plus twelve hundred for league MVP. Yeah, Peppy. Shout out to Peppy. Yeah, uh, it, it it's it's it is wild when you look at the the division races this year, the division odds, and you see that some of these divisions really do have one or maybe two teams that have a chance to win it, and there's a couple divisions that have you know every team has a chance to win it. Now, Dylan, you're a fan of a a, a team in a division that. Your team has a lot of value, in my opinion, the Denver Broncos. You look at the Denver Broncos, they're coming in at plus 260. You say Russell Wilson, historically a good team in Denver, mile high, the, the home field advantage. That, that's all adding up to good. Uh, Kansas City losing a lot of their star players, all that. But you got three of the top, maybe five. Ethan, would you agree with this? Three of the top five quarterbacks in one division? Um, it's ridiculous. What's going to happen here? Do the Raiders even have a chance? Come, the Raiders are also plus six fifty with uh, their quarterback's not bad. Derek Carr's a top top twelve, top fifteen quarterback as well. Every quarterback in this division is in the top half of the league. I don't even know where to start here. Uh, I'll just start with the odds: plus one sixty for the Chiefs, uh, plus two fifty for the Chargers, plus two sixty for Dylan's Denver Broncos, plus six fifty for the Las Vegas Raiders. Everyone here sounds amazing to me, except for the Chiefs. Uh, even though I think the Chiefs are a great team. I just don't, you know, plus 160 value is not great. Dylan, what are you doing? Dude, so this to me is the most unpredictable division in football this year. There's a little bit of intrigue in some other divisions, but I think the AFC West is a complete toss up. Um, obviously I'm putting money on my Broncos at that value. I think it's worth it at that value, but I, I, and this pains me so much to say, I hope he's not <laughs> listening right now. The best value in this division is on the Raiders without question. Um, <laughs> Shout out Quincy. No. Yes, absolutely. Look, the chief, the chiefs were eighth in points allowed last year, fourth in points scored. Okay. But they lost a lot of players. They lost Tyreek Hill. He's replaced by Juju, who seems like he's kind of well past his prime at this point. He's already washed somehow, and he's like yeah. five years he's younger still than me. good. He had to play with Ben Roethlisberger, the worst quarterback in the last two years. Suck a dick. It, well, that's, I, the that's not an spend indication. a lot of energy. Yeah. There were other, that's Jackson Mahomes. The other Steelers receivers continue to perform, and Juju didn't. So I don't think you can blame it on Ben Roethlisberger. He, you had two other receivers there that consistently. Performed uh, with top uh, Dylan, I'm, I am going to disagree with you there. I think you can pretty much blame Bro, everything ben on sucks. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben no. sucks. Juju is going to have a good have, year. Then and why then do yes. you have a? Then why do you have a top ten wide receiver there? I don't know. Because <laughs> Ben could only throw the ball to one guy. His That's fat ass couldn't turn his thick neck around <laughs> to the not, other side of the field to find a slot works. guy. You guys, you guys remember that play where Ben Roethlisberger last year like stumbled to the right and threw it like a foot and fell? Uh, that's all I, that's like all I remember. Play? Yeah. <laughs> that's all I remember from all of last season from Roethlisberger. So Dylan, I'm not going to disagree with anything you said. So other I mean, than the fact that Ben Roethlisberger is not completely to blame for whatever happened in Pittsburgh's passing. I'm, I'm saying, year. I'm saying Ben Roethlisberger is not the person to blame for Juju not producing. Yeah. I mean, I, we, we don't know that yet because Juju hasn't had a chance with another quarterback, but uh, I mean, obviously, we'll obviously he's going into an upgrade. There's no argument there. There's no question there. Uh, the Chiefs also picked up Ronald Jones, which is an interesting pickup. It gives them a bruiser running back, which yeah. they really haven't had in a long time. They've had a lot of finesse running backs recently. So obviously the Chiefs are going to be a great team again. I think the Raiders are the best value. They picked up Devontae and they're still sitting at 700. Don't forget that uh, Derek Carr, we're calling him a top 12 quarterback. These Raiders in the first few weeks of the season were without question the most potent offense. And they finished the season the sixth best passing team in the NFL. 
Now they added Devontae Adams. They still have Darren Waller. They still have Hunter Renfro. This is a good football team. The Raiders are a good football team. I see value in them for division um, or for the AFC West. I see them for the conference. And I, I think it's worth a flyer on a Super Bowl at heavy odds on a Las Vegas Raiders team too. Um, the Chargers, obviously, they need a defensive improvement this offseason, and they were 29th in points allowed last year, and they were 30th in rushing yards per game, so they really struggled there, but they did put in work on that side. Added Kyle Van Noy, uh, Khalil Mack. They picked up Bryce Callahan from the Broncos, so they did make key improvements on the defensive side of the ball. My pick to win the division is the Chargers. Um, I don't love the the 220 because I see the 650 or the 250 because I see the 650 in the Raiders uh, where where I see this division as such a toss up. And then, of course, there's my Broncos again. I'm going to put a bet on them. We lost Callahan. We lost Noah Fant, but we picked up Russell Wilson. We kept all yep, of our yep. key components on the offensive side. We have good receivers. Um, a decent offensive line. Now we have a legitimate quarterback. As a Broncos fan, it's been, you know, however many fucking 43 quarterbacks. And all we've been saying is, can we get a decent quarterback to throw the ball to these guys? And we finally have that. Don't forget Broncos, number three defense in the NFL last year, despite how shitty they were. So this is a team that absolutely can win the division. Um, I just wish it wasn't against the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, and th this is a this is a fun division. So let's go around the horn here really quick uh, and wrap it up. It's really tough, Dylan. You just touched on everything. It's really tough to pack everything into an hour, especially in a preview episode as opposed to a week to week episode. But um, being that you just packed everything about the Raiders that I wanted to say, uh, the Raiders have a lot of value here. Pair, I want to ask you who's going to win this division, and is there value in the team that you think is going to win this division, in your opinion? Uh, I don't care who wins the division as long as it's not the Chiefs. Shout out Austin Rush. I'm coming for that hundred bucks. Uh, <laughs> so anybody but the Chiefs is fine with me. But I, I agree with Dylan 100 that the the value is on the uh, Raiders because this is a total toss up division. Ethan, who wins this division and is there value there? There's no value in the Raiders because they have a zero point zero 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 percent chance to win the division stare car in the remnants of whatever the hell john gruden left behind with that weird special teams head coach they have no <laughs> chance it's not going to happen don't care about Devonte adams all their money's tied up in a couple guys that's it they have no chance you're forgetting about the second goat big dick mahomes is going to come whip his cock out and justin herbert's might be a little bit bigger so if you take anyone other than those two you're an idiot but also denver Let's ride. Let's ride. Kansas City. Kansas City. Let's ride. I know Broncos country. The Chargers. The let's Chargers. ride. I'm a diehard Broncos fan. This is obvious news. I'm probably going to bet the Raiders every fucking week this season because they're going to be underdogs over and over and over again until they catch heat. Who is what defense is guarding Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, and Devonte Adams? I don't know yeah, any, 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 literally any defense in the that's, world. That's that's uh, fine. That's fine. Here, Derek before, Carr Ethan, Ethan, before you go, I just gotta say that's fine, Dylan. But the problem is that defense has to defend Justin Herbert, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, yeah. and Patrick Mahomes, Patrick who are all better than Derek Carr. And and last year, facing those quarterbacks, facing Justin Herbert, facing Patrick Mahomes twice last year, the Raiders were ninth in the NFL in yards allowed per play. Those are yeah. two teams that throw forty. 50 yard bombs all game and even despite four matchups against those two powerhouse quarterbacks they finish a season ninth in total yards allowed per play. i don't want to sound like i'm hating on the raiders i, mean, not, I get you i mean hate on the raiders please i fucking hate the raiders but it is without question the best value here without question yeah but it's but it's not because they're not gonna win and they literally don't have a chance so you're throwing money into the air 
Perfect. You might as well have just gone to a strip club and at least have gotten a little bit of like cheeks on your fucking pants, buddy. Speaking, so speaking I would Patrick Mahomes has been in has been a starter for four seasons. The first season he went to the AFC championship game and he missed the Super Bowl by three inches of D Ford's hand. Years two and three, he went to the Super Bowl. Last year, Andy Reid fucked him out of a 21 to three lead. <laughs> I will bet on Patrick Mahomes to go to the Super Bowl every goddamn year of his career. <laughs> Tom Brady made it to the Super Bowl 10 out of 20 years, 50%. Mahomes so far is two out of four. You're goddamn right. He's going again. If you're going to give me his division odds at plus 170, I don't care if the Chiefs or I don't care if the Chargers got JC Jackson and all those guys. Give me the Chiefs on every bet I can take. It's not even a I don't care about the Broncos or the Raiders. They have no chance. The Chargers, because Herbert is a beast, I cannot argue against the Chargers, but give me Mahomes. He is the second goat. Ethan, I have a, a, a trivia question for you. Um, who is the Indianapolis Colts starting quarterback? The, who is the Colts? Oh, they got Matty Ice. But, dude, who cares <laughs> dude, about anyone going against Mahomes? Can we just stop for one second? Because that's our next mystery. We have to talk about Matt Ryan being the starting quarterback for a division favorite team for the first time in eight years. Pear, I, I know this has got to be shocking to you. Uh, is this a disrespect to the Tennessee Titans, or is Matt Ryan actually that much of an upgrade over Phillip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett to boost these guys to the promised land, promise land with a defense led by Darius Leonard that obviously is being respected a million times by Las Vegas here? Well, it's a definite upgrade over Jacoby Brissett, and shout out to another Jacoby. Uh, it's a big disrespect to the Tennessee Titans because they are going to fall off the fucking cliff uh ryan Tannehill is going to be exposed for the bum that he is without aj brown look what he did last season with aj <laughs> brown hurt it is atrocious their star draft pick can't breathe uh the the texans are the texans and the jaguars are the jaguars yes the jaguars are gonna be a little bit better but this is absolutely the colts division to run away with they are getting a whole lot of attention in the market for super bowl picks uh, I would not be surprised whatsoever to see that happen either, even though that would uh, ruin my day as a, as a Bills fanboy. So, uh, yeah, the Colts are, are going to run away with this division. There's no sense in laying juice once again for them to do so, but sorry, Titans, it's over. This division, if it was an emoji, would just be the poop emoji. There's just like, I mean, none of these teams are going to win the Super Bowl. The Titans last year, got, they got some juice from some people. Um, you know, no disrespect to the Titans. Like people started to give them a little bit of credit. Vegas started hopping on, but it's the quarterbacks league. It's the same reason why I'm never going to take the Cowboys to beat Aaron Rodgers uh, in the playoffs. It's just, it's just not smart. So um, let's go around the horn here. Uh, Ethan, uh, you taking the minus 140 favorite Colts? Or are you taking the plus 180 Titans? Or are you taking the whatever the hell is going on with the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans? There. Uh man, I, I, I cannot trust Matty Ice because I watched too many games the last three or four years. He looked so the, bad. Where he threw end zone interceptions against the Vikings where I did not understand what in the world he Those, was doing. The, the little lob ones you're talking about? The, like the yeah, weird like, backpedaling yeah. lobs, dude. Yeah, what, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm not – I do not believe that he's the guy that he's been – 
bad because he's in a bad situation. He's going to come to the Colts and be miraculously better. But I believe that he is going to a uniquely horrible division. And although A.J. Brown is gone and Derrick Henry is coming off the injury, the Titans somehow still against everything I wanted to believe were the one seed last year. I think they're going to be good enough to win that division. So there's no way I'm laying the, and it's still plus odds, but the favorite of the division being the Colts, I'm just absolutely not taking that. I don't care about thinking this is the same team, but you put Matt Ryan in for Carson Wentz. I don't think there's that big of a difference between the two of them. Carson absolutely choked it down his leg, but Matt Ryan, I don't know that he won't do the same thing. So if I had to bet it, the best value to me is still the Titans and that Tannehill has enough uh, without AJ Brown to get it done and that Derrick Henry will carry them. So I do not like betting on the Colts in this division. Yeah, uh, I don't either. Um, Honestly, I'm just going to sit this whole division out. It's not a fun division for me. Uh, Let's wrap things up here. Dylan, um, anything you want to add to that? Me and Peppy are both on the Colts, so um, maybe I you should. Uh, I'm on the Colts. I'm not going to bet. And and actually, a, a correction, Ethan. Unless I'm seeing things wrong, the Colts are minus 140. It's not plus odds on the Colts, but I. Uh, all the more to my point. Yeah, I know it. It, does, it feeds your point, but I. Ethan, I mean, yeah. I think that the Colts. I think that Tannehill without AJ Brown means nothing but Derrick Henry, and obviously we can put a hell of a lot of faith in Derrick Henry but the Titans couldn't get it done with a healthy team with AJ Brown uh, with Derrick Henry being an absolute fucking monster. And now you lose an offensive weapon. And I just, I, even if it wasn't Matt Ryan, I, to me, this isn't about Matt Ryan. I just think the Colts are a better built football team. And I got to just add light to it. Ethan just uh, sent me a uh, minus two twenty bet for the chiefs to make the playoffs. That bet might as well just say Patrick Mahomes to have both of his legs at the end I, of the year. I, dude, I don't understand. There's a bet for the Chiefs to make the playoffs at minus 220. I was sending all these division bets. I, I, I've never had a bigger lock in my entire life than the Chiefs to make the playoffs. Minus 220. Who is, what is happening? What in the world? I used to bet the Patriots to make, to win the division at like minus 600. Minus 220 to make the playoffs? <laughs> Mahomes, second best quarterback ever? God damn it. Who is even offering this line? Oh, please. <laughs> we take out a mortgage. Puppy, these, these, I, I these, hope you're clipping these. These are, these are all uh, basically. Minus 220? These are literally all, all, all these last like heavy, like minus 220s. They're just basically saying this guy's not going to get hurt. This is a Pat. Pat Mahomes is making the playoffs as long as he plays more than 12, 13 games. So. Yeah, I agree with uh, Ethan on this one, unfortunately. I'm not going to lay that juice because it's just not a fun bet, and I don't want to tie that up, but uh, I, can't, I can't disagree. So uh, that, that takes us through the NFL divisions. I mean, that's a lot to get through on one episode. So uh, I applaud you guys for being able to, uh, especially Dylan. Dylan, you really, uh, you really had your stuff together there. So I'm impressed with you, Dylan. I was uh, giving you a little bit of uh, credit there. So anyways, um, let's, uh, let's hit our NFC championship afc championship picks here let's hear who we got starting with me i'll give it right off the cuff i'm going with my super or my nfc champion to be or nfc championship to be the green bay packers pretty gross i know i know a lot of people don't want to hear it against the dallas cowboys let's go it's going to be fun this year i'm very excited i think the cowboys are legit i think this team's going to be strong unfortunately i do think the packers will probably win that game um, Ethan, who's your NFC championship and why is it Aaron Rodgers versus somebody? It's the Bucks versus the Vikings and the no! Bucks are going to smack that booty. 
Boom, boom, boom. But you can't say that the Vikes are going to win nine games, then pick them to be the NFC champion. I said they're going to, they could win 10. And they, right, so will, they will beat the Packers in the playoffs. Okay, so you actually do believe that they can go on a run despite regular season struggles? Yes. All right, I'll take that. Uh, and uh, Pear, how about you? Uh, well, I'll get Pepe's um, future in here. He likes the Rams for the NFC. Um, I am going to go right back to that Eagles well. Fuck all you guys. They are going to the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know why uh, I'm getting hated on so bad for this. Here, I will get. I, hey, 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 hey! I want this to actually. I actually want this to go on the record because I will do this. Uh, just for the sake of us talking about it for the rest of our lives, I will get a giant Eagles logo tattooed across my whole entire back, not on my butt. I will get the whole Eagle logo on my back from the like where my pants like start to the top of like where a shirt goes. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm serious pair. That's how confident I am. If you're willing to put up $200 in what you just said, if that's worth it to you, I will put that tattoo on the line for a $200 risk. Yes, please. Peppy clip it. <laughs> Absolutely. Eagles plus 1100 to win the NFC. Plus 1100 and me tattooing my whole back. The giant yes. Eagle. I'm going to put $200 on both of those. <laughs> I'm 100% serious right now, dude. I will, I will gladly a year from now have an eagle tattooed <laughs> across my back if they do that. That is how confident I am that this garbage-ass team, I'm not even sure Jalen Hurts starts next year. So no thank you on that. Um, let's move to the AFC here, uh, being that I don't really respect Dylan's opinion in the NFC anyways. Uh, and the AFC championship side, this is where things get a lot more interesting because you kind of have to think of how divisions break down, how teams are going to play. And you can't just pick the the two best teams, being that you know one division has nineteen of them. So uh, the, the the Chiefs, I mean, like the Chiefs, like Ethan said, I'm rolling with them. I'm I'm taking Pat Mahomes any chance I can to make it to an AFC championship, a um, hundred out of a hundred times. And I'm rolling with the I'm rolling with the Chiefs here against most likely. I mean, Pear, tell me if you disagree with this, but do you think it would be dumb to take two teams in the same division? Because I do think the second place team in that division is going to go on a wild card run. Well, I mean, I think the there's an easy argument to be made about the AFC West that like all four teams could make the playoffs or, you know, mm -hmm. the worst team in that division is going to be better than some other division winner somewhere. Right. So that's it's such a deep division that I, I see your point. But those wild card, you know, road trip things just historically are difficult. So I'll take uh, whoever's got home field advantage. I think this is for me the year that I'm going to just roll with Justin Herbert and just close my eyes and hope for the best uh, as well as Patrick Mahomes. So although they're in the same division, I don't care which one of them gets first and second. Those are my two uh, picks to make it the, the furthest in the playoffs and into the AFC championship. Uh, winner of that game probably wins the Super Bowl against whoever makes it out of the NFC because Rodgers isn't getting another Super Bowl. And, and uh, yeah, Dak's probably not going to beat Aaron Rodgers to begin with. Dylan, uh, being that this is, uh, we're talking a little bit about your division. Uh, do you have two teams coming from this division as well, like a psychopath like, like I am? Or do you have the Colts doing it uh, or someone like, you know, the Bills coming out of there like Josh Allen and that steam that he's been able to build over the last two years? I mean, I like the value on the Colts. You mentioned the Colts, um, you know, somewhere between 1,000 and 1,500, depending on your book. I'd say that's great value on the Colts. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there's a reason that Ethan just burped into the mic. <laughs> there's a, I think, was that a response to my comment? Probably. I don't know what's going on either. I, I know that y'all can't see this cause you're just listening, but Ethan's camera at times, he's got this dildo looking microphone. It's the same one that Ethan ha- or that uh, Nick has. And every once in a while his camera refocuses, but it looks like it's blurring it out. So it looks like it's blurring out the dick that's on his screen. But um, anyway, yeah, there it, there it goes again. Yeah. <laughs> but um no i mean there's a reason that three of the top four great stuff AFC West. um i'm taking i'm taking the broncos i do every year i'm not saying that you should i'm taking the broncos i'm taking the colts um long shot longer shot anyway on the raiders uh but i you know i resonate with what you were saying there too i i said that the chargers are my true pick to win the afc west they're also my pick to win the afc conference and head on to the super bowl and before we finish the show with uh with our uh, our college college football breakdown with the Paris here, uh, one word or really quick ten second version Super Bowl winners and why uh, favorite like the, the team you actually think is going to win it and the team that you think uh, for a dark horse is just fun to pick. Uh, starting with you, pair who's going to win the Super Bowl and who would be the funniest team that actually has a chance at winning the Super Bowl with the odds that they're being given right now? Uh, Bills win the Super Bowl over the Eagles. Uh, the funniest situation for me would be the Eagles winning over the Bills because then I could talk shit to you, but I would also be super sad because the Bills blew another fucking Super Bowl. And it's never going to happen. What are the Eagles' odds so the listeners can just flush that money down the toilet? Eagles' odds to win the Super Bowl. That's a good plus question. 1,800. The yeah. Bengals at plus 2,100 are somehow behind them. Easily the best value of Super Bowl. I'm winners. actually seeing the Eagles at, at MGM, which is what I use, at plus 2,500. Yeah, you can get 25. Out 25 yeah. to 1 is crazy. The but that's because they're not going to use it's plus, the piece of shit site I use. It's plus 1800 <laughs> Bengals are 2100. Uh, also, you didn't ask my opinion, but the chiefs to win the AFC are plus 550. I'm not kidding. When I say Tom Brady was a coin flip to make the Super Bowl every year of his career, implying minus 100 odds that Patrick Mahomes is the exact same way. He's going to make the Super Bowl 50% of the seasons he plays in the league. Plus 550 is a ridiculous value. Just give it to me all the way. I already max bet it, and we're going to ride that shit to the end. All right, Ethan, who's your favorite and who's your dark horse? Chiefs favorite, dark horse who? I mean, if plus 2100 is a dark horse, then sure, I'll take the Bengals. Otherwise, you know. Yeah, that's a dark horse. If 2100 counts as a dark horse, then give me the Bengals. Absolutely does, and I don't know. I don't. They're not getting any respect after their playoff run last year. It's crazy. It's absurd. Burrow's a beast. He, he's the guy. He's that guy. And he also was doing that coming off of a torn ACL and MCL, and nobody seems to care at all in, in Las Vegas when evaluating that a guy only got better through a season after winning the Heisman, after winning a national championship from He's those so injuries, and probably should have won the Super Bowl. Uh, Dylan, um, you know, lastly, let's wrap things up here. Uh, Super Bowl favorite and Super Bowl dark horse, who you got? Uh, so obviously the most likely team, the most realistic team to win the Super Bowl is uh, Denver Broncos. Yeah, of uh, course. Your Russ, let's ride. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> hammering that one. That's basically free money. I've got it at 1700. So I'll probably take out a, a HELOC and just put as much as I possibly can on that. So um, the, I mean, I hate to piggyback on Ethan, but the Bengals at 2100, that's juicy. That's super juicy. Uh, if I wanted to go a little bit darker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
<laughs> I'll take the Saints at four thousand. Jameis Winston forty touchdown year. Haas. Yeah, let's uh, let's go. Uh, let's go. You know, twenty to one, twenty twenty to one or more. We'll call a dark horse. So. Um, you know, the, the Bengals are really a dark horse, even though they made it to the Super Bowl last year. Leading into mine, my dark horse is going to be the Cowboys at 20 to 1. Let's go. It was made to be. Um, and much like Ethan just said, for my team to win the Super Bowl, I'm going with, you know, a team from uh, somebody in the Chiefs division is going to win it all. Like the, it's either going to be the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Broncos, or uh, the Raiders, in my opinion. I'm going to roll with the, the, the Chiefs. Like Ethan said, they have the most value. Um, Perry, do you want to add anything to that? And the only reason I add the Raiders to that is because if the Raiders somehow do make it out of that division, they actually do have a chance of beating anyone. So Perry, go. Well, first things first, let's get uh, the peppy pick of Chargers plus 1400 to win the Super Bowl. But also, let's go back in history a little bit here. Eight of the past nine Super Bowl winners had preseason odds of plus 1200 or shorter to do that. So who are your options at this point? Rams, Packers. Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, it ain't a long list, and you need to be choosing from those according to history. That's a great point, Pear. Um, I'm not going to choose from history because I'm an idiot and I go for lottery tickets. So <laughs> let's go, Cowboys. Uh, let's, uh, anything you guys want to add to there, uh, being that you know this Chiefs. is the NFL preview, preview episode? Chiefs over 11 wins is plus 105. They're going to go 12 and 5. Okay. Uh, that's it. I love that. I also love the Cowboys over on season wins. No joke. I love that. How do you love that? God, I don't I... love that. I don't love that at all. I'm taking the under on that. Is Austin Rush just actually? You know what? You know what, Dylan? I'm. I'm gonna, rather than putting out an emergency tweet, I'm going to actually say I'm not going to take that because they have the hardest schedule being yeah, in that the division. Chiefs, the Chiefs. Hold on. Even outside of the division, the Chiefs start with the Cardinals, which again they're going to blow it at the end of the year. That doesn't mean they're not going to be good at the start of the year. They play the Chargers. They play the Colts. They play the Bucks. They play the Raiders. They play the Bills. They play the Niners. Their first seven weeks are against seven teams that could win the hey, fucking Super Bowl. Hey, I like it. I'm not Max Bennett, but I like it. I I like Patrick Mahomes to be good for whatever 12 and five win percentage is. I'm definitely under on that one. Here's my big question. I have no idea on the Cardinals over under eight and a half wins. I could be talked either way. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah. really don't know about the Cardinals. I so cannot do, get a feel for the midget. Let's wrap up the NFL on any, uh, do you guys have any other favorite uh, futures that we haven't picked MVP picks, um, Super Bowl yeah. picks? What Happy do you got? Likes, Peppy likes Christian McCaffrey 150 to one to win the MVP. Hey, that's oh do like odds. lottery tickets. That's pretty good odds. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm it's, not it's, a, it's a, a quarterback hater. award. So uh, I don't know about I, that. Yeah, but not when Baker Mayfield's your quarterback. So, so I have another what potential matter. He needs to throw a four yard route and let Christian McCaffrey break it open. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, just get yeah, McCaffrey's going to get that credit that. when he has 4,000 all purpose yards. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the Browns under eight and a half wins. I cannot believe that that number is eight and a half. That's a great bet. You have to think that the Browns are going to go above 500, nine and eight when 12 games are by Jacoby Brissett. I know they have an other talented roster, but the distractions around that team there's no way that they brought Cleveland Browns are going to have a winning record this year. That's a borderline max bet on the under eight and a half. So speaking of distractions, there's only two teams in the NFL that have odds at 11 and a half. One of them is the bills. I like the over there. The other is the bucks. I really like the under for the bucks. Even if they do win that division, I don't know that they find 12 wins. Now you're speaking yeah. my language. 
Yeah, these these top heavy favorites this year are uh, tough to take a, a season's over on because um, Vegas is ready for it. Vegas knows, you know, who has the quarterbacks and who has the teams that have a legitimate chance of winning it all. Now that segues us into a sport that Ethan does not care at all about uh, college football. Pair, we're not going to spend a ton of time just because we are running over already, but uh, let's get right into it, Pair. Man, I love college. Hey, I love drinking. Hey, I love women. Hey, man, I love college. Let's, let's start with the national championship, Pair. Who's your national yep. championship pick? Uh, do you have a couple teams, uh, being that we do have this whole playoff system now, a couple teams, four teams, five teams, or is it just down to basically one or two again, like always, being the reason that Ethan doesn't watch college football? Yeah, Ethan, if your reasoning for not watching college football is there's zero parity in this sport, then I'm on board with you. Uh, any other reason? How much no, time you got, go buddy? <laughs> okay. it, there, right, then, then there's go there's players care. a lot better than them. They all play in the NFL. The Gophers <laughs> suck, and the same teams are good every year. I don't want to look at Nick Saban's hairline. Dabo Sweeney is a fucking loser. All the, his opinions suck, and it's it's Republican football for the South. I don't care. College football sucks. <laughs> Let's go. Come on, Bama. God yeah, damn it, I mean, that sport sucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm in agreement with you that there is no parity in this sport, so you should not be like betting on the, on the national championship. Uh, my pick is Ohio State, but there's no way I'm only laying plus 300 with them, which is where they're about right now, because anything can happen. It's a massive field and the sport is crazy so um i I don't like anything in the in the futures in the so do you like ohio state to cover the what are they getting 17 and a half against notre dame hey hold up let's just let's let's talk really quick uh let's break that down pair if anybody's made it this far into the episode they deserve to get a lock for this weekend being that there's no nfl yet do you have anything this week that you absolutely love and that you're taking um speaking of that game that dylan just spoke of with Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't mind laying uh, the big number with Ohio State. I just don't think Notre Dame is ready for this. Um, they're they're not equipped with the offense that's needed to to give Ohio State a scare. Um, somebody at some point is going to have enough offense in them to give Ohio State a taste of their own medicine, but it ain't Notre Dame. Uh, they don't. Their quarterback has never made has never taken a meaningful snap in college, uh, so he's just not it. Um, give me Ohio State laying the 17, and even though this is the it's like the fourth time in the last 40 years that the top five team has been this big of a dog. Yeah, Pear, anything else you want to add to this weekend? I mean, for Gophers fans, if you really like this defense, and I happen to, um, take the New Mexico State team total under eight. Mm-hmm. You got to have some real stones to play that, but under eight, eight they points. They set a line at eight. Oh. Yep. Under oh. eight points for New Mexico tomorrow night. <laughs> wow. Dirty. Yeah. How, how do, I don't know if I'm going to watch that. New Mexico State feel when they get a line like that. They're like, come on, boys. We can upset them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vegas has given us uh, over under eight total fucking points in the whole game. <laughs> well, guys, uh, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, kind of getting back into it here for a season preview. This is also, by the way, somehow against all odds, our 50th episode. So, Congratulations to us for making it to 50 episodes. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty comical that uh, we're still doing this. But hey, uh, Dylan, where can we find you? Twitter, Instagram. Where do you post your picks? 
What are you up to? Give us your info. Yeah, it's been a long off season, guys. I um, unfortunately I got kicked off of every social media platform, <laughs> but I am under the uh, um, Sue name uh, in Damacon Sue, uh, and then my tag is actually Monte Teo. So if you're looking for someone who looks like a huge Samoan man, uh, I'm your guy. Just go ahead and follow me on Twitter. I send lots of pics in the DMs. Dylan has to shuffle through different uh, fake profiles to make sure that the Twitter algorithm doesn't catch on and once again delete him for being – you should just be on the Donald Trump uh, social media platform by now, Dylan, honestly. Ethan, uh, where can we find you? still a thing? <laughs> yep, <laughs> I'm – you can only find me on Truth Social and I uh, won't yes. interact with anyone else. That's it. <laughs> there it is. And Pear, where can we find you? Well, I'm actually on Twitter, but uh, my handle is – at Dark Brandon FTW. <laughs> that is Dark Brandon for the win. Ah, I don't uh, even know. I don't even know where we're going with that one. Uh, you can find me on uh, on Twitter at the Real Tiny Nick. You can find us on Zone Coverage, posting daily picks. Team Tiny Paris once again entering the Super Contest uh, after a top two percent finish last is, year. Is that the name? That's not the name. Not uh, the names. name. Um, well, we, we have me and Pear have two entries, uh, technically. Uh, oh, oh, uh, oh, we are Team good. Tiny Paris and Team TNG Picks. <laughs> so you will hear about both of them, but uh, one of them does uh, incorporate uh, incorporate a pick from Pep every week. So uh, <laughs> you we'll did see. not tell me that that was a part of the spy-in. <laughs> we'll, see how, uh, we'll see how that one turns out. But uh, buy no. me out. <laughs> I thought that that was like a, a weekly discussion with perhaps some executive oversight. I didn't realize that Pepe was just throwing a pick every week. No, no. So for anybody listening, we're, we're, we're going to do something this year for the show. Uh, we're actually going to do uh, like a point system where we, we rank our top picks and then we enter those in the super contest. So if you want to keep track of us, it will be in the, the Circa contest, Circa Sports Million. Uh, shout out to Pear for getting us entered once again. Uh, that's basically a wrap on today's show. Thank you, thanks again for Zone Coverage for letting us post this on, uh, on Zone Coverage. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. All right, guys, before we go, you can find me on Zone Coverage at Tiny Nick's Gambling Picks, uh, on Twitter at The Real Tiny Nick, and you can follow our podcast on Instagram at Tiny Nick's Giant Picks. Andrew, where can we find you? So you can find me at uh, Pepping15, both on Twitter and Instagram. Um, last name is P O E P P I N G 15. You can find me on there for any sports related stuff. So. I'm sure people really needed the spelling, so that is appreciated. Dylan, where can we find you? I'll make it a little easier. I'm Mused Success on every platform. M-U-S-E-D Success. That's Instagram and Twitter. And uh, Pear, where can we find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Paris, P-A-R-I-S-1-1. The Paris 11. All right, thanks, guys. See you soon.